It's the Life of an Average Joe podcast, and I am Brandon Avera. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for the continued listening and support and downloads. There's been a lot of stuff going on. Summer is always interesting for me when it comes to the podcast because my my downloads and my listenership and interactions are typically down. They, they just are. The numbers are down. And I can only relate it to the fact that there's a lot going on in the summertime. Kids are out of school, so you have them to attend to a lot more than you do when they're in class and all that. You've got vacations, you've got travel, you've got, you know, all these different holidays. People are trying to spend time outside, unless you're in Texas, where the minute you go outside, you implode like a moth flying into one of those electric bug zappers because it's hot as balls. That's the only thing I can think of. But I have noticed an interesting trend that has continued compared to last summer. It's always a week and a half later, maybe two weeks later where the, like the episode from two weeks ago gets a massive spike and then it goes down. And then that episode from two weeks, it's like everybody's running behind. So whenever you listen to this, I just want to say thank you. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to everybody that I hear from on TikTok, on the website, on the Life of an Average Joe uh, podcast, all over social media. People I run into, I actually ran into somebody the other day that I see around town and all that, but he finally put two and two together. It's like, it's like he didn't know my name or anything, but he finally put two and two together. Like, wait a minute, I listen to you. And I just realized that I've known you for like a year and I've been listening to you but I didn't realize it was you. That was pretty funny, actually. It was a good co- Maybe I'll tell that story one day. That was a good conversation. Well, today, guys, we're going to talk a little bit about some things going on in the world. Not so much politics or anything like that. We're going to talk about the extraterrestrials. Look, you knew it was coming. In, in the two and a half, almost three years, maybe more, that I've been doing this podcast... I don't think I've really talked about aliens. I know on Trash Talked, we talked about like Bigfoot and do we believe in aliens and stuff like that. But I don't think I've talked about UFOs. Here's the thing. There is so much lately. If you just watch the news over the last several months, which why would you? It's depressing. Or even just Google anything. There is so much stuff about UFOs. And I'm not talking about two brother-sister lovers that saw flashing lights in like the most strangest part of Kentucky and they've been inbred for generations and they're giving us a report about extraterrestrials. I'm talking about things that have happened where multiple people, reliable sources, reliable video, that have seen something, a UFO. Now, I need to make it clear because I got in a, a little bit of a, not even a debate, then a, just a, like, you know, somebody comments something that's so dumb and you can't help it. You know, you shouldn't say anything, but you do anyway. And then you realize that their response is even dumber than the initial one. Well, I, that happened to me the other day. I was, I was promoting the show and somebody said, it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what anybody says. UFOs have never been real period. So my response was, you're right. There's never been anything in the sky that has been unidentifiable ever. 
And she's like, exactly. You know what I'm talking about. There's no thing. She's like, everything we can prove. And I'm like, okay. So let's talk about UFOs for a second. UFO, unidentified flying object. It doesn't say must come from out of space and must have ET or a xenomorph inside. It just says unidentified flying object. It could be an asteroid, it could be a meteor that you don't know what it is. They haven't identified it. It could be a drone that they haven't identified, a military aircraft, something from space, a satellite falling, anything that is in the sky, flying through the sky, that we believe to be flying through the sky, that is unable to be identified, is a UFO. So the fact that we're, <laughs> that she's sitting there going, everything's been identified, is just false. So for your non-believers out there, yes, UFOs are real. Now, are they aliens? Are they extraterrestrial? Are they from space? That is a different conversation as a whole. But a UFO, absolutely. It happens more than you realize. It happened, it's probably happened in front of you and you didn't even know it, but it happens to people every day, to pilots, to people out in the ocean, to government. I mean, there are agencies that have come out recently and have said, yes, this is footage that we've got from a Navy plane, a warship, a pilot, uh, whatever, an aircraft, and we have no idea. And this is what this footage shows, and this is what we saw. They're not necessarily saying this is an alien. They're just saying, we don't know. Meaning, unidentified. I think all too often, we sit here and we tie in UFO with aliens. We forget. There's a whole lot of people in the world. There's a whole lot of crazy things going on in the galaxy. There's a whole lot of natural things that happen that we don't understand. Not to mention, there are other government agencies out there trying to create things to better their opponents, to better themselves, to better and best other militaries that they may go up against. So to sit there and say that something in the air is always identifiable, is just crap. I mean, they released a lot. And a lot of that footage and a lot of those reports coming out, it should be kind of shocking. Now, this is, let's, let's suspend disbelief for a second here and forget the fact that the government always lies to us anyway, and they'll never stop lying to us. And who knows if what they even showed us was truthful. Let's just forget that. Let's assume it is. These are from people that have no reason to lie in a sense that have witnessed something, just a pilot witnessed something and it's on the camera and they're clocking it at this rate of speed. And why is it doing these patterns, you know, the zigzag patterns or these up and down patterns as fast, this slow? Why is it looking this way when there's nothing that we know that does that? It's, it's kind of amazing to think about. It's like the sky is much like the ocean. It's vastness. It's what's out there. You know, we don't know. We assume we know everything about the sky, right? We know the clouds, temperatures, what makes us fly. We assume that, but we forget just how vast it is. And just above that sky is outer space. 
with constant black holes and asteroids and satellites and equipment and sun flares and all these things happening, we assume we know the results of those things, but we may not. So when I think about, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice again, probably because this is like episode number four. When I think about all those things that have gone, that could be going on in the world with UFOs, yeah, I'm not surprised that we are hearing more and more about it. And it seems like it's such common talk that there's two schools of thought right now. One of them is, well, there's three. One of them is it's BS. You got those people that are just never going to believe anything, never going to open their minds to it, whether they just don't want to or whether they just can't comprehend the fact that there could be something out there that they can't get an answer for. You're going to get those people no matter what. Those are the same people that when they walk out of their house and there's people running in the streets and there's fires everywhere and you're seeing a giant robot walking down the street, they're going to be like, dude, are they filming a movie here? There's going to be those people. And then you have the other side of it, who's, who's conspiracy theorists. This is just a distraction. This is a false red flag or false whatever they call it. This is not real. This is, this is just BS. The government's doing this to distract us from this. You're going to get that. And then you're going to get the people like me that are like, okay, I'm willing to accept the fact that some of this is probably BS. I'm willing to accept the fact that some of this could be a distraction because why not? But what if it's not? What if they know something we don't know? Because this sure coming up in my lifetime at 44 years old in the year 2023, I never thought that I would watch a news broadcast, a allegedly credible news broadcast multiple times discuss the whistleblower that's out there that absolutely worked for the Pentagon that absolutely had clearance that is now just dumping it all out there. Look, if he winds up missing or dead soon, we know why. We have multiple sightings from police officers, body cam footage that, you know, their car dash footage that is showing things happen in the sky. Strange lights, strange, all this again, not saying aliens, but what the heck? You have, the, you have them releasing documents. And then you have the news who literally just sat there and said, a mothership might be in our galaxy or in our solar system. That next. This was real. This happened multiple times where, the, where, where NASA and Pentagon an analysts said, the possibility of us seeing these lights and these you know, small craft, unidentified flying objects could be because a mothership is closer and drawing closer to earth and is sending their, these drones out as a study before they decide to either land or do whatever they're going to do. This was a real news cast. You don't believe me? You can Google it. I never, I mean, I thought I was watching a movie. I was like, what movie is this? Another alien movie? What? And a mothership. They actually went so far as to say that they've been suspecting it for some time now. So you got these false flags going on, right? Is that what it is? And that's what you chose? You've got 
all these options, you know, to sit there and try to control the people, the masses. And now you're talking about a mothership. Well, I can tell you right now that I believe in obvious UFOs and I believe in, in life outside of our planet. Now we could sit there and talk on it from a theological level. We could talk on it at a how, and here's my, here's my answer before I get into my stories. I think it's really arrogant for us to think that out of all the planets out there, whether you, this is mind you, whether you believe in a higher power or not, if you are just, we came from sludge and frogs and all that, fine. Even that, it is completely illogical and egotistical beyond arrogance to think that we are the only planet that could have evolved into human beings or higher life forms. That every other planet that we know, it's impossible. That our planet just so happened to be the biggest mistake and create this world where we could live. Even though we haven't explored anything, I mean, when it comes to space, we really truly don't know much. We haven't explored these planets. We haven't landed. We've been to the freaking moon. That's it. Okay, just rocks. Nothing exciting. So because of that, we're basing the fact that there's no way there's other things out there. That is naive. Because if you believe in evolution and you believe in this, again, taking the theological side, taking the higher being side, God, what have you, out of the picture. If you just believe in the, the Big Bang and all this crap, you're telling me that couldn't happen somewhere else? Now, we assume that aliens mean they have to look different, right? They live in space. They have to look different. They must be advanced. Why? When did, when did they become advanced? Couldn't they be just as dumb as we are, but so far away that they can't get to us? That they could be on another planet so far away thinking the same thing. There's got to be somebody out there. And maybe they do look a, a little bit different because of their, where they live. You know, the color of their skin or whatever. But what if they just look kind of like us for the most part, just on another planet, not knowing what they're doing and not knowing how to get out there? Or better yet, here's one. What if they're just animals that have no idea about other creatures off of their planet? Why are we assuming that they can create this spacecraft to come see us? Why? The biggest reason for me to believe that there's that besides the fact that I already believe that there's aliens out there or other people is because we haven't figured it out yet. And we're supposed to be smart, right? I mean, China hasn't figured it out yet and they're supposed to be smart, right? So who's to say that anybody has been able to figure out space travel as much as we have tried. What if they have done the same thing and got the same distance on their side of the galaxy of the universe, they hit their moon and that was it. It's a possibility. What, the reason that we assume that, well, they've got, you know, they're intelligent beings. And uh, they've got these spacecraft and all these technologies. What? what? That seems more far-fetched to me than the idea that there's aliens. Now, it's a possibility. It's a possibility that they've come to this world before, saw what it was, and said, we out. We gave you guys an opportunity you guys screwed up or we tried to work with you and you know, whatever. Dinosaurs were here, the Mayans, I don't know, we dipped. Y'all built a pyramid, we, 
we didn't understand what you're doing because the pyramid symbol back on our planet means we're going to kill you. So we left and never came back. You know, I mean, there's all those possibilities. But to sit there and, and watch this, and as I sit there and I start thinking about all these things happening, government sightings and <laughs> the mothership, it takes me back to my two experiences that I had years ago back in Michigan, both in Michigan, mind you. Now, one of them was definitely sober, and one of them I was drinking but not drunk. We'll say it like that. I'm not, not even going to lie about it. I definitely was drinking. All of them, I have other people there that witness this. And if I was friends with any of those people still, I'd put them on the show right now. So they could tell the story. Now, this is not a, I was probed. I mean, maybe, I don't know. This is not one of those situations. But if you're from Michigan, you know what up north means. Obviously, in Texas, up north means something different. When you're in Michigan, you talk about up north. You're going to the UP, the Upper Peninsula. You're going to go camping. You're going to go, you know, northern Michigan, Mac, you know, Mackinac Island. You're going to go up there and get away and go hang out by the Great Lakes, sweat a cabin, go camping, pitch a tent, whatever. And we would do this all the time because there's nothing like it. It is so beautiful. So one thing I miss about Texas or I miss about Michigan while being in Texas, and I've seen a lot of things down here. I've seen, I mean, I've gone over the last couple of years to a lot more areas in Texas that show me some real beauty. I mean, when I went down to Hill Country and I went on that, uh, we went and stayed at the cabin for, you know, a good week. I got to be honest with you, it was beautiful. I did not feel like I was in Texas from the water and the trees and just the scenery. Like, it is beautiful. It's still a, like a Texas, Oklahoma, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it doesn't feel like you're in Texas. It feels like you could be in parts of Michigan, but once you get out of that area, yes, it's very much Texas. I know there's beauty here. I know there is. But Michigan, the amount of trees and grass everywhere. I mean, just even driving down the freeway. I remember years ago, years ago when I was married, and we went to Michigan for the first time, like together as a, a couple. We weren't married yet, but as a couple. And... I remember she was saying she had never been there and she was like, oh my God. She was like, just driving on the freeway. There's trees everywhere. And mind you, we were in a pretty rural area. We weren't like out, in a pretty urban area, I should say. We weren't out in the middle of nowhere. We weren't up north yet. We were just coming from Metro Airport and driving up 275. And she was like, look at the trees. Like, it's just totally different than Texas. Everything, the air. And, and then obviously you take that and you extrapolate that and go up north. And I mean... If you guys have never been or you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it because I want you to get a visual of these pictures so you can see that I'm not exaggerating and I'm not just biased. Guys, look, I live in Texas, okay? If I really wanted to go back to Michigan, I would have had plenty of opportunities. I don't. And I'm not even saying I'm in love with Texas. I'm just saying I don't want to go to Michigan. But it's beautiful and I do miss that. So we would go up north, and you guys have heard me talk about that. You've heard me talk about when I went to go, you know, polar ice dive in the lake, when I went camping, when I went to Northern Michigan University to go visit my friends. Like, this is not an uncommon theme for me. You don't hang out and grow up in Michigan 
and not spend a lot of time up north. You just don't. So we go up there quite a bit. Well, we were up there. There was about five of us. I'm going to leave some of the names out. I'm going to leave all the names out. Just in case. And this was, there was no special occasion. None whatsoever. And we were up by Manistee Lake. And I'm trying to figure out how far that was. It's not that far. Well, I don't know. I don't remember. But we were up at Manistee Lake and we got a cabin. Actually, a buddy of ours had a house out there. Not, not a house, but a, we call it a house cabin. Because it really wasn't like a cabin like you think, like cabin in the woods or knock at the cabin door or anything like that. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like Friday the 13th type cabins. This was a house and had a refrigerator and all that, but it was small and it was right off the lake, okay? I think I talked about this ice fishing experience I had up there. It was the same cabin. And we just wanted to get away, so we did. We're like, we're going to go on a Friday, come back Sunday. You know, not worry about when we leave Sunday, just come back. So we got up there pretty, we left pretty decent early in the morning on Friday. Got there, got to hang out all Friday, all Saturday. And then we left sometime Sunday afternoon. It was a great time though. Just good time to get away. Brought our beers, brought food. Now there is a pizza joint not too far from where we stayed. And it was like a pizza, you know, it was a pizza joint with a bar you know, you go get some beers and get some pizzas and then, you know, walk back to the cabin, whatever. Biggest thing was, you know, we played cards, we played music, no TVs. Obviously, we didn't have very much social media, you know, some MySpace, but we didn't have, you know, any of the phone technology that we really did. You know, we didn't have the iPads, the tablets, things like that. So we were just hanging out, listening to music, probably smoking some weed, drinking, whatever. But the one night, this was the first night we were there, I was sober. I may have had a beer because we got pizza, and I can't even say for sure or not. I'm just going to throw that disclaimer out there. But we were hanging out and we were outside. Now it was cold, but not like ice fishing cold. It was cold. Because, you know, obviously even in the summertime, like the you're so far north, things get cold. Now this was not as far as like when I went to northern Michigan, but it was still cooler than it was like down in Detroit. And we were hanging out, sitting outside, got my hoodie on. Got my jeans on. Mind you, we're in Michigan. Texas people would have died. They'd have looked like Jack Nicholson sitting there at the end of The Shining, like just frozen and dead. But we were cool. We had the bonfire, music, and it was beautiful. It wasn't very cloudy. There's not a lot of lights out there. I mean, you've got people living out there, but you are out there. So you might see a light on the other side of the lake from something, but you're not even in a subdivision. It's not like where I live now where like even when it's dark, there's still lights everywhere. You could see the stars. I mean, so many times we'd see shooting stars and just beautiful. It was just gorgeous. And I don't know what time it was, but we were talking and I remember I was just drinking coffee and then at one point I was drinking hot chocolate. I just wasn't in the mood to drink. 
And when I'm not in the mood to drink, I don't do it. I don't force myself to. Even back then when I was drinking like crazy. And we're talking. I remember the wind kind of started to pick up. Like hit or miss. Like a gust of wind. Which again is not unheard of. We're so close to the lake. You know, it's it's winter time or winter-ish. So that's again not surprising that the wind would pick up. But that wind was cold. I will say that. And I remember looking out as I was talking on the lake. Looking out at the lake, I should say. And I remember kind of seeing like a light pass. Like on the lake. Like it looked like one of those searchlights. As if somebody was shining down and it was flashing on the lake. And I was like, that's weird. But I ignored it. Well, then my buddy goes, holy crap, did you see that? Now he's facing me because we're in a circle, right? And I'm like, what, what? He's like, those lights. And I'm like, you saw them too? And he's like, yeah. He's like, how did you see them? I'm like, they're right over there. He's like, dude, it was directly behind you. And I'm like, what? Well, then my other buddy saw a light go by real fast. And he's like, okay. And we were looking. Now these lights were coming from different directions. And at this point, it wasn't that slow searchlight thing. It was a fast zip light, like bright, but fast. Now, I have to set the tone too. We're away from the street. And even if we were by the street, it's a straight road. It's not a very busy street. If you saw one car pass a night, I'd be surprised. This is not barreling down the road, a highway with a bunch of trucks where lights could be reflecting off things. There's no house around us. I mean, you're going through some woods to get to the next house if there's anybody in there. So it's not like there's lights pulling in a driveway. This is not like you're in a subdivision. It, this is lights that were super bright coming from the sky. And when I say bright, I mean really bright. So we're looking around and I'm like, okay, whatever. But it happened again. And this time it felt like, or looked like it was right on the lake. Just this big flash of light. So we look in the sky and we see this, these other small, tiny lights. Like not headlights in a straight line, like one, two, three, this bright kind of whitish, look like there could be a blue circle around it, light going straight, then it would dart over and then go back around. It was almost like making a square. And then the big bright light would go again. And it, we couldn't tell if that bright light was actually coming from whatever those little tiny lights were. But whenever it would complete this square formation, a giant white light would just flash. I mean, this was bright and it was getting brighter. Well, two of my buddies were like, oh, hell no. And they went inside and I'm like, what? And I, me, the dummy, that's always yelling at the TV like, why did you wait outside? I'm like, dude, what the heck is that? I got to look at this. And it did it again, but it reversed the square formation in the sky. And then the light would, instead of going like left to right, it went right to left very fast. And then all of a sudden it darted further, as I say, out into the lake. 
but you know what would be out into the lake. And mind you, it's nighttime, it's dark. The distance doesn't make sense to me. Obviously, you can't tell, but it felt like it was going out in the lake. And then it did a big, like, again, square pa- pattern, one giant flash of light, and it was gone. And everything felt still when it left. Like there was no wind. I couldn't hear any trees or coyotes. Like everything was eerie quiet. I mean, eerie. And we probably stayed out there what felt like for hours. Could have only been a matter of 10 minutes, but felt like hours. Walked back inside. And I don't think any of us said anything. And then finally, because these guys are watching from the window and they saw it. They saw the exact same thing. This is what made it weird. Every single one of us, I shouldn't say weird. This is what made it unique is that every single one of us saw and described it the exact same way. My one buddy's like, we got to call the cops. And I'm like, what are you going to tell them? Bunch of flashing lights in the sky. We don't know what it was. They're either A, going to ignore us. B, by the way, we're out in the middle of nowhere, so... What type of police officers are you going to get? Or C, they're going to think we're drunk or high, which, let's be real, that's what we came up here to do. So we never did. The next day, we kind of walked around, hiked around. Tried to see if we could see anything. Tried to come up with a logical explanation. Maybe it was some sort of plane with issues. And maybe the way the light was and the lake and maybe things were just reflection different. Maybe something crashed. Maybe, you know, we were just coming up with all these things. You know, yeah, there's some military stuff. I mean, in the area, not exactly like just down the street, but couldn't come up with anything. We went to the bar that night, went to the pizza parlor. We we decided that we were not going to tell anybody. We were not going to tell anybody at the bar about it. We're not going to ask anybody about it we were just going to listen because again, it's one of those bars. People are just going to talk and nobody said a word. Nobody at the bar. Nobody. We even brought up things like how was last night? Nothing. Which led me to believe two things. One, either they saw it and they're not going to say anything or they didn't see it. But the fact that we saw it, all of us and all of us saw the exact same thing without any skepticism, without any like, oh man, I was drunk, I don't know, story never changed. And years later, after we had hung out, and again, we brought up that story to people, and our stories never changed. So what was it? I I got nothing. Drones? Well, this was long before people were buying their own drones. Could somebody have made something? Sure, yeah, Tony Stark. Could it have been a government thing? Yeah, sure. It was not a plane. It was not some police search and rescue chopper or anything like that. Could it have been an elaborate prank? You think people out in Manistee Lake are doing random (laughs) UFO pranks on the few people that visit there? I don't know what it was. Was it flying? Sure looked like it was flying. Was it an asteroid? No, some other object. Was it identifiable? No, it was clearly a UFO. I don't know what it is. 
And I don't think that we'll ever find out. And clearly, nobody has ever come forward and said, guess what? We figured out what those lights were that night. Nobody. Now, nothing happened the rest of the trip. Nothing. And nothing happened multiple times when we came back. Because we were there a dozen times. Nothing happened. Now, this was years later, right before I moved to Texas, before that thing even presented itself. There was a conversation of Texas, but I was still in Michigan. I was with this girl and we were drinking. It was late. It was late. And we were sitting outside and this was close to where my parents' house was. Like it's, it was in Milford which is just north of my parents' house. It's like the next town. And so, I mean, yeah, it's a town and there is like, there's a good parks there and there's some, I mean, it's built up. You have some, you still have, it's not like where I am now. It's, it's there's, there's a lot of areas you can go and pull off and hang out and do whatever and nobody will bother you. And that's what we did, especially because it, back, it backed up right to Kensington, the Metro Park. And we were hanging out drinking. And I don't know. I want to say I was definitely buzzing hard, probably legally drunk. But we kept on watching the trees. Because it looked like, if you ever sit there in the woods, and or you're at a level where you can kind of see the tops of some tall trees, like the canopy, you can always tell if it's windy because it kind of moves. We kept on noticing these trees, the canopies, kind of moving. And then they would like move kind of fast. And they, I was like, it just felt weird because it's like, okay, it's not really windy where we are. Now, this wasn't wintertime. This is pretty warm out, summertime or whatever. It's not windy. It's not raining. It's not a storm. None of the other canopy areas are moving, but we kept on seeing it. And I'm like, okay, it's not like there's a creature there unless it's a freaking giant. There's no grizzly bear that's climbing these trees that tall. It was really weird. And I thought it could be a lot of birds, honestly. It could be. But I kept on moving. And then we could literally see like leaves falling. Like I say falling off, like blowing off. And they would spin and fall and spin. And I'm like, are you seeing this? And we watched it for a minute. And she was like, what? Maybe we should go get out of here. And I'm like, yep. Right when we said that, a giant bright light shined on that tree. Like, or that tree in those areas. And I was like, now it looked like, I cannot say this for sure, but I'm just going to tell you. It looked like it was coming down. Not like a beam me up, Scotty, but like coming down, not coming up. And it got real windy in that area only. Well, then the light snapped off real quick, not faded away. And another section further down, the light appeared again, shining down. And you could see that those trees were real windy. And then it zigzagged, not zigzagged, but like shot over 
again, again, the light was off and on again, on top of the trees. It felt like it was getting closer, but again, I was drinking. And I remember she was like, holy crap. Well, we get in the car and then it disappeared. And I'm like, what does that? That's not a plane. Again, that's not a plane. That's not a, yes, maybe technology has gotten better. Alleged drone. That's, what is that? We're not by like some weird construction night site or anything. Some scientific research lab, you know. This is not about to be a Stranger Things moment. What is that? Well, as we get in the car and I'm pulling away, it appeared in front of us this time. Not in front of us, like right by us. But where that light just stopped and then cut off. And we literally saw like a shape. Could I describe the shape to you? No. All I could say it was a dark shape that looked like it moved real fast. Picture this. You're in your bedroom. It's dark. It's already dark. You have those, you know, those curtains on your wall to keep all the lights out. It's black, you know, those blackout curtains. The power goes out. So your, your echo, your nightlight, your anything, your TV light, dark. And you ever notice when the power goes out, even if it's nighttime, it just feels darker anyway. And it's eerily quiet. So picture that, but yet you could see something black fly across your face, like maybe a bat was in your room or a bird, but it's so dark, but you can't see what it is, but you know something zipped across. That's what it looked like in the sky. Not a bat or a bird, but this object that zipped across, then the light would come on again for 10 seconds to 50 seconds, cut off. And even with the light on, shining down, what appeared to be down, I couldn't see where it was coming from. I couldn't see that where that light was getting shot out of or what was connected to it at all. I couldn't make the shape of it or anything, but then it would cut off again, like as if somebody just shut that power off and I could see it zip. This happened probably five, six times as we were driving in front of us, behind us, on the side of us until eventually it never happened again. And we were long gone. It didn't follow us. It never happened again. I never saw that again. She witnessed it. Two people there witnessing the same exact thing, no matter what we drank, no matter what we were doing. We witnessed the same exact thing. We talked about it for a long time after that. Not just that night, but months later. Unidentified flying object. What was that? What were both of those things? If there is an explanation for it, I would love to hear it because I'm not crazy. I was there. Could it be a military operation? Yeah, sure. What they're doing in Milford? I don't know. The board. Could it be a foreign country's aircraft. Yeah, it seems weird that a foreign country would manage to get an aircraft into Milford, Michigan or Manistee Lake to test out some, you know, high-tech feature. Could it be our government? Yeah, I mean, sure. Of course it could be our government or undercover crazies, whatever. Sure. 
Do I think it is? No. Do I think that it's from outer space? Yeah, I do think it's from outer space. I, I believe that. I don't know what's inside of it. I don't know if there's aliens that look like me and you. I don't know if there's creatures that are going to burst out of my chest. If it's E.T., if it's a bunch of green people like the one that Captain Kirk had sex with, I have no idea. I kind of hope it's a, a green girl that looks like Gamora. I'm down. I'm in. I'm in. Look, the space, the, the women on Earth, I'm not doing so good with. So if green Gamora wants to come down, I'm down. Why not? Screw it. At this point in the game, as long as my son's okay and these guys are, are there to help us, I'm about to grab my son and they can take us with them. Because what's going on here is not okay. So just go ahead and beam me up, bro. Like, I'll just grab Luke and be like, look, dude, grab Bear. Let's grab a couple things. These aliens want to take us. They're cool. And he'll roll out with me. But I don't know what they are. That's why, that's why I think it's very interesting that right now in this day and age with everything that's going on, we are getting a lot of information and a lot of potential information about UFOs. And I think that we have to separate the two of them, UFOs and aliens, obviously. Because I don't know, that could have been an unmanned ship for all I know. I mean, there's, there's the possibilities are endless. Now, I will say this. I have never seen anything like that since then. 20 some years ago. I, I've never have. I've seen shooting stars. I've seen, you know, flashes in the sky, you know, planes that look weird, drones, things like that. Heard some things, but I have never had an experience like I did up in Manistee or like I did in Milford. So when people talk about how they see it all the time, I don't believe it. And I think the people that do see them all the time are near some, like if some people are living out in, in, you know, near Las Vegas and they're seeing stuff all the time, like we just had, I'm like, bro, you're by area 51. Okay. That's what one of the most creepiest, craziest government agency places out there that potentially has some alien technology or aliens there, but is also like, who knows what type of military crap they have there and who knows what they're doing just to test us or test things out near us and see what our response is. But I think for some of those people like me that have had one of those weird experiences, I, I, I have no explanation. I didn't try to report it to the news. I didn't try to report it to the police because why? I don't have anybody else that came out and said they saw it. But I look at the time of night it was, where we were and what we were doing and who was there to even see it besides the people I was with. But here we are today in 2023 and we literally have our government responding to questions about UFOs, leaks going out all over the place, whistleblowers. We have news agencies <laughs> talking to NASA about a potential mothership. Conspiracy theories or not, Project Bluebeam or not, whatever you believe in, it's really interesting to me that all these things are ramped up. Strange disappearances, lights in the sky, things that fell to earth that are no longer there. Like at some point you have to just stop 
coming up with an excuse and open up to the possibility that it could be something that we can't explain. If we have things in the ocean that we have no idea what lives down there, that we can't explain, that we've seen, then why is it not believable that one of these unidentified flying objects are from space? Or is it better if you find out that they're from a foreign country? I mean, would you feel better if you found out that China was doing it or Russia? Oh, don't worry about it. There's a, that's just China's new drone. Well, they already sent some alleged balloons over here. So if they come out with some new drone that, that can do this, are you going to feel better? Because I would much rather deal with aliens. Because we don't know what they're, they're happy about or angry about. We know what China's pissed off about. So if they have this type of technology, I think we should be worried. But I think we have to open up our minds and go, hey, look. It's not our government. Some of it. It's not foreign countries, some of it. It's not made up, some of it. There is a percentage out there that it could be something from space. Because again, look at the ocean. We know, uh, the ocean might as well be space for as little as we know about the ocean and as little as we can explore about the ocean. Why can't it be with space? So that, those are my stories. Those are my UFO stories. If I have another one, I'll tell you. No alien encounters, no probing that I know of. If they did it, they didn't tell me about it, and it doesn't hurt when I sit. So I don't know. But what about you? Do you, number one, believe in aliens? Number two, do you believe in all this hype and things that are going on with our government connected to aliens? Do you think that's a, a false flag? Do you think that this is, there's a reason, almost like a, a warning so when that when something happens they can be like well we kind of knew it was coming and number three do you have any stories or experiences with strange ufo sightings in the sky maybe you were fishing maybe you know somebody i want to hear from you you can reach out to me at the life of an average joe podcast.com you can email me at the life of an average joe podcast at gmail.com go ahead and check me out on all the social media tell me your stories because remember, I got an email episode coming up at the end of this season, so I'll read those. If you have a cool story, hey, maybe I'll bring you on the air. I don't know. We could talk some more. Because I might do a follow-up to an alien podcast here discussing these things, specific things that have happened, talking about aliens. I don't know. It might be kind of fun if you got a good story or if I feel like it. But let me know what you think, guys. I'm glad I, I'm glad I could go back and retell these stories because even as I'm telling these stories, I'm visualizing what I saw, and it's crazy. To this day, at 44 years old, telling those stories, I can feel it. I can, I can relive that experience sitting there watching these flashing lights and the big, bright light that I felt like the whole world was lit up when that was happening. Just, it's crazy to me. All right, guys, I'll be back next week for another episode. I want to hear from you. Shout out to my crew at Summer Moon, and thank you guys for listening to the Life of an Average Joe podcast.